Black Friday, the Dow tumbles 900 points for the worst day of the year. 10-year making big moves. Gold back below 1,800. Oil was down some 12% yesterday. Omicron, that's what I'm calling the new variant. An opportunity to buy the dip. We'll talk about it with my co-host, Mr. Nick Hodge. I am Gerardo Del Real, and this is episode 145 of Bizarro World, live from the field. Mr. Nick Hodge, how are you, sir? I love that you call it the field, Gerardo. I am in a <laughs> hotel hotel room overlooking the Pacific Ocean and some pools here in Hawaii. I haven't done any uh, site visits to speak of yet, but maybe I'll leave the resort before the week is up. I had to tune in, though, because of uh, what you called Black Friday. I knew it was going to quickly get a moniker. Um, and so uh, we'll talk about it. But yes, I'm by the dip moment to uh, answer your question. I'm doing great. Uh, how are you doing? How was Thanksgiving? I am well. Thanksgiving was phenomenal. Great company, great food, great drinks. Um, you know, everybody's healthy. A lot to be thankful for. Um, so yeah, no, look, I'm firing on all cylinders. Happy that, um, you know, the week went the way that it w- went. I, I think it's an interesting end to the week as far as the markets go. And we'll get into that in just a second. But yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, It was fantastic. I hope everyone out there had an excellent holiday. And, you know, to my friends in Canada, I hope. And elsewhere, I hope that y'all just had a great week in general, right? <laughs> well, they, they all got their news releases out yesterday afternoon, I saw. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, let's get right into it. Look, I feel like um, gold, I feel like I should be giving gold like twenties and singles, right? Cause it's being a little tease every single time it makes a move higher. And I think a breakout might be in the cards. We get the pullback below 1800 gold closed at 1785 today. The dollar index is still above 96. We had the move to 1850 here earlier in the week that proved to not be sustainable for now, it, it you know, gold got as high as 1867. So um, not prime time for gold yet, but thoughts on the move, Nick. I know it was on pretty good volume. I know the reversal was, you know, pretty decisive. Is 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 this kind of the new floor? It's kind of what it looks like to me. These levels seem to be the new floor. Is it, it is it all upside from here or do you think we have another another breakdown? You're talking about gold specifically. Yes, sir. Um, Some of the better names have moved very well. Like uh, when I woke up this morning and I saw what was happening in the markets, I looked, as I always do, to see what I could buy on sale. And you couldn't buy like um, some of the quality gold column explorers and developers if you want. I'm thinking specifically of like a Great Bear, for example, which Mm. has been uh, going up like very nicely. I've been wanting to buy some and I missed my little window there. I thought I was going to have... Uh, a bit more time. And so uh, is it a new floor? I- I'm not sure. Is it um, time for gold to break out? I'm, I'm not sure about that either. You saw, uh, we well, saw significant weakness and everything, but you saw a big pullback in the, in the dollar today. Uh, the, the VIX didn't convince me that this is the end of the bull market for uh, stocks. And so, you know, um, I continue to approach gold as I've been uh, approaching gold, right? Like, uh, pecking away at the new months and the Kinrosses and as, as I just said, the great bears of the world, but not getting much more opportunity 
um, even when there's a downside in a lot of other equities and securities mm. in the in the broader market. And so I think that answers your question. Absolutely. And I, I guess a better question is, does it matter, right? Should, should, I, I guess the, the statement to be made is use these pullbacks and use these dips to add into positions that maybe you feel you missed out on, like your Great Bear example. And I think I think this week has provided that. Let's talk... Um, Let's we we have to talk about this variant, right? The Dow was down, you know, a thousand points at its worst point today. Ended up closing down nine hundred and five points. The S and P five hundred dropped two percent. Copper's back down to four thirty three. And you know, I can't help but but just think to myself, um, we've seen this fear of new variants before. And every single time there's a pullback, it ends up turning out to be an opportunity, whether it's in the copper names, whether it's in the 10-year treasury, whether it's in the S&P, the Dow, the NASDAQ, whatever it may be. So less of a question than a statement. I think this pullback is an absolute gift on all fronts. I think, you know, there's a good case to be made that um, the hype, which, which again, you know, not not to not to minimize the, the potential seriousness of this new variant uh, that's been det- detected in South Africa, not to minimize that, that obviously can prove very consequential. But I think we know how this ends, right? We've seen this play out, and the way I've seen it play out is if there are countries and regions that are going to lock down, and and there are, we're already starting to see it then we know what comes behind that and after that. And what comes after that is mass stimulus, right? So either way, you're either going to close down shop and go give people money that you're going to print, a la counterfeiting, and 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 then the market's going to continue higher, or you're not. And, you know, we're going to deal with this the way that we've dealt with everything else here the past several months, um, you know, trying trying to get a, 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 a vaccine or something to treat um, this new variant. So I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on Omicron, as I'm calling it. I think you said all of that very well. Look, we didn't even get uh, a changing of Jerome, right? You got uh, Jerome keeping <laughs> his job, which is, you know, something that you and I talked about in uh, recent episodes. So, you know, you're going to get more of the same on that front, right? And um, if this guy is the whatever, the 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 hawkish guy or <laughs> you know the guy that's going to rein it in. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really see that happening. And so you sort of know what you're going to get with uh, Mr. Powell. The the variants, I would say, exactly the same. Like um, we were due for a new variant. You can sort of chart that stuff now. Um, this has been going on for almost two years, right? We're heading into uh, December here, which is when. Uh, the first cases showed up in the U.S. two years ago, and you can sort of uh, see the waves of the the variants come. And um, to your point, you can reflect on how the markets acted every time there was a new wave and a spike in cases uh, detected. And so, um, you know, last week I was saying there was a very real spike in cases, and that was real before we knew that there was a variant. And so, um, or a new variant, I should say. And mm-hmm. so, no, look, I think that. Um, some of the travel-related names uh, sold off uh, harder than others. But when I looked around today, um, I didn't see a lot of carnage elsewhere, right? I didn't, um, I don't know, see a lot of deep, deep value. And again, I didn't see a lot of uh, fear in the VIX. And so um, I think you use this as opportunity, just like you were saying, to 
um, continue to get position, to build positions, to uh, reposition. And uh, I guess I'd mentioned oil as well, right? Because you had, uh, I don't even know what day it is, Gerardo, but a couple of days ago. <laughs> it was down 13% ago, today, right? That, 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 uh, that seemed like an opportunity. <laughs> right. But I guess what I was going to say is it didn't go down when they were going to release oil from the strategic reserve, right? So you had d- deliberate policy actions saying, look, we're going to put more, more oil in the market where um, – you know, if markets are driven by supply and demand and you say, look, we're going to put more supply on and, and the price didn't go down, that sort of tells you that, you know, this this is inflation driven and the fundamentals are sort of uh, out the window. And so um, I don't think this this variant is going to, you know, grind travel to a halt. And so in that respect, uh, you know, I think oil continues higher and I'm just using that as, you know, one asset class to to look at you literally can't manipulate it lower it's trading on the machinations of a of a of a of a market well said well said and again a heck of a buying opportunity if that is the way it plays out down 13 percent today um yeah it's going to be interesting look the uk has temporarily suspended flights from six African countries due to the variant right Israel has barred travel to several countries after one case. Um, Two cases have been identified in Hong Kong and Belgium also has confirmed a case here at home. The U.S. has restricted travel from South Africa and seven other countries. So clearly the powers that be for whatever reason, and we know there's always a power grab to be had, right, Um, are using this as an opportunity um, to further whatever their, their, their agenda they were already predisposed to further, right? They're using this potential, you know, potentially more more contagious variant as as that excuse. But again, just kind of game theory, game theorizing this and, and looking forward, we know the end game. We 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 know what the response is going to be. So either there is more stimulus and this becomes the excuse to not taper as quickly or not raise rates as quickly, or this will pass. And so either way, I, I find that extremely bullish for oil extremely bullish for copper, extremely bullish for the major U.S. indices. Um, A lot to like out there. Now is a great time if you keep a nice, tidy little cash position on the side. Um, These are the days, as Keith McCullough from Hedge, I would say, these weren't the days to not do anything, right? Yeah. I mean, I was in there buying this morning. I was uh, tweeting about it, bought some oil stocks, uh, bought some weed stocks, bought... um, uh, a little bit of crypto stuff. And so um, we haven't mentioned crypto yet, but significant uh, buying opportunity there. And yeah, look, either we're all going to uh, die of COVID or we're going to get a new... Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to get a, We're going to get a new jab for it, right? We're going to get a new... Um, uh, the words escaping me, Gerardo. I've been on vacation too long. But you're gonna you, you're gonna get a new you know supplemental jab for whatever variant it is, which is um, sort of what I said when I first got vaccine. Right? We were saying that um, every six months people were gonna have to get a, a, a booster, yeah, mm-hmm. a booster, yeah. And I was saying, well, you might want to wait until um, there's a really nasty variant because they'll make a booster for that variant, and so. I don't want to sound blasé about it. Of, of course, it's serious, you know, loss of life, etc. But at the same time, um, I don't think this is going to be what royals markets. Uh, I don't think it's 
going to be the the variant that does us in. And I think that we've got a lot of education and time under our belts now as far as how to deal with these things. And so um don't want to belabor the point, but um yeah, opportunity out there in the markets for sure. Agreed. And as usual, we're going to put our money where our mouth is. I love the pullback in cryptos, right? I, I specifically didn't mention it because I wanted to, to touch on it here separately. Bitcoin's down to 54. Ethereum's down to 4,000. Um, you know, Chris Curl, who was a guest a couple of weeks ago, he's about to launch you know, his service here at the end of the month that is crypto focused. And you and I are handing over 50 grand, putting it into an account and letting, letting him do what he does best. Right. And so again, for those of you out there, um, this isn't a, a, a theory for us. This isn't something that we look at and just write about. We are in the markets. We put our money where our mouths are. Um, we vote with our dollar. And so in this case, I'm hoping that Mr. Curl is able to duplicate even half of the spectacular gains he's been able to provide for himself. Again, this is a gentleman that made 75 times his money in a very, very short period of time. So let's see where that goes. It'll be transparent as everything is. You'll be able to follow what he's purchasing. I hope all of you have the opportunity to subscribe to that service. I think it's going to be educational and I think it's going to be extremely profitable. This pullback is a thing of beauty. The timing could not be better. I was going to say, I think the timing is going to turn out to be uh, very fortunate, very serendipitous. We don't control that, of course, but um, we're itching to get started any day. And so, um, as you said, we're putting our money where our mouth is. The, all the paperwork is in to get these um, accounts open with uh, these exchanges, Coinbase and uh, Kraken. And as you well know, we've had to you know resubmit a couple of things, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, dot our I's and cross our T's. And you know, Chris has been asking me. He was texting me today. In fact, you know, are these accounts open yet? Because he's ready to get started. He's obviously um, bullish on cryptos. Thinks that you know fifty three thousand on. Uh, Bitcoin is a, a heck of an entry point and uh, was talking to me about other altcoins and even some, um, I'm just going to read his quotes verbatim so you guys get a sense of what he's talking about. But even like um, he's talking about some altcoins that are solid DeFi projects that are on a heavy discount right now. And he's even talking about deploying a little bit of money into um decentralized finance projects that are involved in in nfts and so he was sending me pictures i'm sure you've seen the uh the monkeys or the apes or whatever mm -hmm. by now. and of course we talked about the the rocks a little bit ago but these are sort of like um uh what would i say they're like darth vader looking things with different color helmets and and horns and things and so um space bounty hunter nfts they're called and so um, he's talking about all the different things that you can buy while they're on sale. And um, of course, we're just waiting for those accounts to get started. And yeah, again, it's a, it's funny. It's a bit humorous. But again, that plays into, into part of it, right? Because um, I guess we'll mention Elon's balls again for the third week in a row. But, um, you know, Elon's like balls that. are hot on the street right now. <laughs> That's it. That's it. They're like, you know, sweaty balls back in the day. I uh, can't get enough of them. And so, uh, yeah, we're ready for these accounts to get started. And 
Um, hopefully this, uh, whatever Black Friday, Thanksgiving off week or whatever it turns out to be, uh, the buying opportunity we think it is because again, we're still looking for, um, you know, six digit Bitcoin prices in, in 2022. And that means at least a hundred thousand dollars. So, um, Ready to get started for sure. I got to say, I am not a fan of the Darth Vader fucking avatars because all the pretty crypto babes have now changed their profile pictures. <laughs> to <these> stupid fucking, <laughs> stupid fucking monkey mask. I miss you, pretty crypto babes. Change it back. Right. I hope that's a passing fad. <laughs> you need to come up with the crypto babe NFT, Gerardo. <laughs> but I have to ask Chris how to make that work. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's switch gears a little bit. Last week we talked about Kyle Rittenhouse and, you know, the not guilty verdict. We got into that pretty in depth. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do a deep dive into the, 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 the big case this week, but I do want to touch on it here just a bit. Of course, I'm talking about Mr. Ahmad Arbery, who was lynched. Let's, let's just be absolutely clear. This was, you know, a modern day lynching with a shotgun. And so for those of you, um, that aren't familiar with the case. There was a black man jogging um, in a neighborhood and three white men chased him and, you know, in their words, trapped him like a rat, yelled stop or I'll blow your fucking head off. And the video, for those of you that haven't watched it, it's 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 widely available. I won't put a link up to it because it's always disheartening, obviously, to see a human being lose their life in such a heinous way um, with such callous and malice. But, you know, for those of you that, 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 that want to see just what that was and what that looked like, um, you know, these three men jumped in a truck and followed this, 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 this man. And, you know... Uh, you know, just uh, blew him up. You know, they 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 caught up to him. Um, they they all three. I I can't even describe it because it's so it's just ugly, right? It's nasty. Um, you can read the article. I'll put the link up. All three of the people in that video were found guilty. Um, you know, when these three men spoke to police. They were very honest about that. The guy, th- these are their words. I don't think the guy has actually stolen anything out of there, or if he did, it was early in the process. But he keeps going back over and over again to this damn house, is is what they said. And you know, this this gentleman lived in this area. This gentleman wasn't doing anything wrong. This gentleman hadn't committed a crime. This gentleman um, did absolutely nothing wrong but go for a jog. I'm glad they were found guilty. Um, All three of them were found guilty of murder. Um, I want to highlight the fact that despite there being video of this, um, despite there being overwhelming evidence that this was a lynching via shotgun, um, they weren't initially charged. Um, It's beyond me how in 2021... Three men can chase down a human being, kill him, tell police they didn't think he was doing anything wrong. They just didn't like that he was in the neighborhood. Um, Admit to killing him. Release the video of them killing him in the way that they did. And how a prosecutor could take all of that and not charge these gentlemen, these assholes. I shouldn't call them gentlemen, these assholes. Um... 
for as long as they weren't charged um, is, 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 is appalling to me, is appalling to me. And so um, I'm glad they were found guilty. I'd, I'd love, you know, your take briefly here, Nick, on that. I know that you got, you know, uh, sugary drinks to get back to and, and palm trees and beaches. So I don't, I don't want to belabor the point too long, but yeah, um, glad they were found guilty. Very, very, very disheartening that it took the kind of, um, the kind of outrage that these people weren't charged um, in the first place to get even a charge, to even get it to, 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 to the court um, and good on the jury for seeing through it. Right. You hit all the key points. It's obviously important to talk about. And so uh, especially coming off the Kyle Rittenhouse last week. And so uh, you obviously have to talk about it uh, through those glasses or, or through that frame of reference. So, uh, I'll just talk off the cuff because you and I are familiar with this case. We talked yep. about it when it uh, first happened. And, you know, that's often the curse of the podcast uh, and the newsletter, right? Right. We're uh, familiar with this stuff and we talk about it. And then when it actually makes its way to the news where we don't want to talk about it because we've been there and done that. And so um, anyway, it's obviously deserving to be talked about. So the first things I thought were... Um, the justice system still works to, to at least some extent once you, it, there's finally enough pressure applied, applied. Right. And so we talked about how the, the verdict in the, in the Rittenhouse jury is uh, twisted as that whole story and saga was right. The, how he got the gun the traveling across state lines that he still had a, a right to defend himself. And uh, that's likely how the jury was going to conclude. And they did. And in this case, um, you know, clearly, uh, Mr. Uh, Arbery was uh, chased down and gunned down and, and murdered. And that's how the jury saw it as well. So um, although you don't want to have to see it, I was glad to see it uh, come out that way. I would echo your sentiments, not only in the three months that it took once the video was out there to get some charges, uh, but also in the language, the, inis the initial, mm. um, let's call them whatever, a public prosecutor or whatever uh, the language he used when dismissing it. Uh, I don't have it in front of me and excuse me for not preparing, but I'm pretty sure he referred to him as uh, Mr. Arbery as a criminal and if not uh, a suspect. And so he was saying that the, the three guys acted with uh, in their rights to pursue him. And that's why he wasn't, um, you know, pursuing criminal charges against them originally. And so that's sort of the bias and, uh, or racism or uh, just call it uh, inertia of the current system, right? The white privilege, if you if you want to uh, take it that far. And so the next thing I thought was, um, I was imagining if Mr. Rittenhouse were black, and I think we might have mentioned this in the podcast mm -hmm. last week. Like, do you they think- would have lit his ass up. <laughs> exactly right. Do you think he would have been treated the same way? And so- uh, obviously, there's still a lot of way to go. I think a lot of people have said that this week, but uh, the jury got this one uh, right. And uh, again, you said it well. So uh, for for three guys to have the audacity to do that, right, to think that it was in their um, sphere of uh, whatever rights or their sphere of liberty to pursue this guy and uh, kill him is... Uh, a testament to you know how much work there still is to be uh, done, and so, like you say, I'm, I'm not sure what else to add except to say you got a video of this out there on the internet, and it takes 
three months to get something done about it. So uh, think about that. Yeah. Let, let me add this too, because I think this point is important and it's one that I, I actually wanted to start with. I don't think it's a coincidence that um, the district attorney that failed uh, to pursue charges, Jackie Johnson, um, actually used to <laughs> employ one of the killers, right? And so Gregory McMichael, who's 64 years old, was a Glen County Police Department officer from 82 to 89. And he was also an investigator for the Brunswick Judicial Circuit DA's office. And so the other guy, Travis McMichael, his son, was a former U.S. Coast Guard mechanic between 2007 and 2016, also with law enforcement training. And the third guy, William Bryan, who was 50 years old, was a neighbor of the father and son. Um, I'm glad that District Attorney Jackie Johnson was indicted for showing favor and affection is what the indictment was um, during the investigation and also for obstructing law enforcement by directing that Travis McMichaels not be arrested. Think about that. Think about being a black man, a black person, a disenfranchised person, low-income white, whatever it is. Someone that doesn't have the pool in America, that doesn't have the network um, to be able to, 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 to get just fair treatment. Think about just going out for a jog and having to worry that like this can happen. And then think about having to worry not only that this can happen, but that even if it's videoed, even if it's, these guys recorded this thing on the fucking cell phone and turned it over thinking it would, it would, it would give them a pass, right? For, 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 for that to not be enough for an indictment, I'm glad the feds got involved. I'm glad the district attorney was charged. Um, but again, the favoritism within the law enforcement community to protect their own, if this doesn't highlight that, then I don't know what will um, and, and, and it has to change. Then we always talk about, you know, the institution that allows for something like this to occur, not just the murder, the lack of charges after the murder. And if it wasn't for video again, 30 years ago, this would have just been another black kid shot in the middle of the street. Um, and, and nothing would have happened. There would have been no case. There wouldn't have been outrage. There would have been nothing to be outraged about. And it would have just been some sleepy little town, um, you know, in Georgia, um, where everybody knows what it is. Nobody really talks about it, but you'd have, you know, one dead black kid that essentially got lynched with a shotgun, right? So, yeah, glad the jury got it right. I hope that Brunswick District Attorney Jackie Johnson has everything that that district attorney deserves um, coming. And I'll leave that there. And, and probably, you know, worth pointing out the Trayvon Martin and, and George Zimmerman case as well, because mm. it's, it's similar sentiments. Right. And that was 10 years ago or at least nine years ago. And yeah. so uh, where Mr. Zimmerman pursued that boy that was just walking through the neighborhood and the boy fought back because he was being attacked by a grown you know, man. By someone who followed him through the neighborhood, and then he lost his life for that. And so uh, Mr. Arbery fought back as well. It was documented in this mm -hmm. case that, you know, he had control of the shotgun and they shot him because they 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 did fear for their lives once the he retaliated, which, of course, he was well within his right to do because he was <laughs> being pursued and in fear for his life. And I just wonder how that's different from uh, Trayvon Martin. And the answer is it's not. Exactly. Exactly. Um 
Yeah, yeah. Good on the jury for getting this one correct. Mr. Hodge, you got a beach to get back to. Um, carnage in the markets today. There were a lot of things that sold off. You were buying. Obviously, I will be looking on Monday for bargains. I will highlight before we leave, the uranium stocks have seen a nice little pullback here in the last week or two. Again, we've talked about how these cycles tend to work in these markets. You get big moves higher, then you get 20, 30, 40% pullbacks before new moves higher. So you can bet you're behind off that I will be adding to the better uranium names, both personally and in the portfolio for the trading service and for Junior Resource Monthly. Anything else to add to that, Mr. Hodge? No, I did the same. I neglected to say I, I bought some Denison as well this morning. And um, we'll see next week. You know, uh, this was an irrational holiday driven week. And so people will be at their uh, desks next week looking to wrap up for the year, positioned for the new year ahead. And I I believe we'll have a, a different attitude than you saw in the markets on the, the day after Thanksgiving. And um, all my trips will be behind me. And uh, you already mentioned the crypto service, but, um, you know, we got some commodity super cycle stuff uh, to put out here at the end of the year as well. And I'm just excited to get back to it. I think that um, markets and timing are in our favor on multiple fronts. And uh, I'm looking forward to get into the end of the year with the holiday and then and, and start a brand new one here. So uh, we'll see you again in, uh, in a couple of days. It's going to be a phenomenal end to the year. And my God, is 2022 going to be a blast? I am Gerardo Del Real, along with Mr. Nick Hodge. This was episode 145 of Bizarro World. You guys take care out there. Be safe. Mahalo. <laughs>